0: hi everybody so i have absolutely no business recording this as late as i am but you win some you dim some and sometimes you're a mom and this is what you have to do so uh this is my end of the year reading survey it is just a bunch of questions asking about your reading for the year kinds of books or characters that blah 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 um and i think i'm gonna try to keep better track of these kinds of things this year but you know, I say that and then life happens. So anyways, um, I am not going to list any books that are rereads for me unless like specifically asked. I wrote that. I don't know if I wrote that this year or last year. Um, cause I don't really think I read any rereads this year. So that was probably from last year. Okay. Anyways, let's just get into it. and the dogs are eating in the background, why they decide to eat at midnight, you know, who who could really be too sure? Um, The first question is how many books did you read this year? So I read 113 books this year. Last year I read 134. Last year I didn't have a child, so you do the math. Number two is what is your most read genre? This year it was thriller. I read 33% thriller. Last year it was YA, I read 30% YA. This year I only read 16% YA, so I definitely shifted my reading a little bit. I don't remember what my thriller was last year, but I think my thriller and my YA just flipped, I think, if anything. And I don't really know the reason for that, but it is what it is. Um, I also took down some other things. Um, my white woman reading was 74% this year and last year it was 67. So I went up, which isn't great. But again, I had a child. I was just trying to read books as it was. I wasn't doing my best job, but it is what it is. Um, so basically all that means is like, I just didn't read enough other races and things like that. White woman took up 84 books of my year. Um, and then my ebook, audiobook, and physical breakdown is troubling. Um, I read 41% audio. Last year it was 51%. So audio went down a little bit. Um, my physical last year was 43%, and it was only 22% this year. And last year my ebooks were 5%, and this year they're 36%. So that's super fun. I fucking hate ebooks uh number three is what is the longest and shortest book you read the longest book i read is game of thrones by george rr R. martin it's 835 pages the shortest is and every morning the way home gets longer and longer by frederick Bachman. it's 97 pages and last year my answer for shortest was also a frederick Bachman book it was the deal of a lifetime which i think is like 70 something pages he has these little novellas and that's what it is Number four is favorite book that was published in 2021 The Maid by Nita Prose and Never Coming Home by Kate Williams. I've talked about these books before. They're my favorite books of the year. I think they were really great and they were both published in 2020. I didn't change the wording. It was, they're published in 2022. We'll just ignore that. Number five is favorite debut that you read in 2022. Obviously, The Maid by Nita Prose because that was her first, that was her debut. Um, but also, Every Summer After by Carly Fortune, I really enjoyed, and Cover Story by Susan Rigetti. I don't think I mentioned Cover Story at all when I was doing my best of the year, but Cover Story was fantastic. Um, number six is favorite book that you read that was not published in 2022. I said Anxious People by Frederick Bachman. I don't know. That was like a 2019 or something. "Caraval" Wall by Stephanie Garber. That's like a decently old fantasy, whatever. Um, Loveless by Alice Oseman is also pretty old. And The Turn of the Key by Ruth Ware, which is also, and I say pretty old, and I mean like 2018, 2019, so that wasn't that long ago, but definitely not like the last year or whatever number seven is a book that lived up to the hype I said the turn of the key by Ruth Ware I feel like this is Ruth Ware's number one book and I haven't read it and I don't know why I think I thought it was going to be really scary which there are things that were creepy about the book so it was a little bit scary but I think I thought it was going to be too scary for me and so I didn't want to read it I didn't even look at the synopsis and then I read the synopsis and I was like why haven't I read this um every summer after by carly fortune this was like all over everywhere and i definitely think it was deserved it's my favorite kind of book i don't think it's deserved if you're just like a regular person reading it i don't think it's like gonna live up to the hype in that regard because there's nothing super special about it it's just like a beachy summer book but that is my thing so it definitely lived up to the hype for me Um, my dark Vanessa by Kate Elizabeth Russell, everybody was talking about how this was like really good and really hard hitting and really impactful and really, you know, just moving blah, 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 inspiring yada yada, yada. And I do think it hit all of those things. Um, I said Verity by Colleen Hoover. Everybody that's read this book is like, holy shit, this is amazing. This is wild, blah, blah, blah. I don't think anybody's really read it. I I think I know one person that's read it, um, on YouTube that didn't love it. And she was just kind of like, what the fuck? Um, but for the most part everybody that reads it loves it and it's it's definitely a shocking book to read I think my mom's reading it right now so I'm curious to see <laughs> what she has to say uh, and then I also said the maid by nita prose because everybody loves this book that has read it except for my mom because she's a little bitch um, but everybody has loved it and like loves molly and just thinks it's just like the coziest little warm hug so yeah Number eight is a book that did not live up to the hype. I said His and Hers by Alice Feeney. I enjoyed, as I've said 700 times, Rock, Paper, Scissors by Alice Feeney. And everybody said that His and Hers was Alice Feeney's best book. And so I was really excited to get to that one. And when I read it, I was like, what the fuck? This is awful. And Every Morning, The Way Home Gets Longer and Longer by Frederick Bachman. Everybody said that this is like such an emotional book. And it'll make you cry and sob and cry and cry and cry. And I just... I, I, I understand where the emotion comes from and I have never known anyone that has Alzheimer's so I don't really maybe relate or like feel in this sort of way but um, I just felt like I was just like okay it just wasn't great to me so that was a disappointment. Number nine is a book that felt like an accomplishment to read. I said Game of Thrones because I tried to read this multiple times and didn't make it through. And Game of Thrones is a long ass fantasy book. And it's fantasy and fantasy is hard as it is. So I felt like that's an accomplishment. I didn't read any like super long classics or super old works or anything. But that felt like an accomplishment. And then also just like the Winnie the Pooh complete collection because that's like also a massive book. Um, There's a lot of stories. There's a lot of poems. And um, that just felt like... And I spoke to actually finally say that I've read. Number 10 is favorite character. Molly Gray from The Maid, for sure. She is a sweet baby angel, like I said. Um, I also always love Finley Donovan. And then Fifi from Instructions for Dancing. I think I mentioned this in my mid-year, um, mid-year, like wrap-up, or whatever. And she's just like really feisty and I really enjoyed her character. She, I think she's like Russian or something and she's just like... Mm. um number 11 is least favorite character basically all of the like boy men characters and like thrillers and things but specifically I said Nico from reckless girls uh I fucking hated him um Ethan from maybe in another life this isn't a thriller but I didn't like Ethan number 12 is most shocking book or moment so I said Verity obviously because if you know you know also cover story that has a a moment where you're like oh shit the other black girl same thing it's at the very 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 end where you're like holy shit and it makes the whole book make sense and then Cherish Vera kind of same thing but this one um, there was like a bigger longer holy shit moment Number 13 is favorite one true pairing or couple. I said Scarlett and Julian. They're really the only relationship that I was like super hyped for this year. And then I was kind of annoyed with in like the sequels, but whatever. 14 is most well-written book. I said The Maid because I feel like... It's just like a perfect little cozy book. Anxious People I feel like is written really well. Frederick Bachman's writing I feel like is funny and sarcastic and also sad and all of these things at once and I think that's really difficult to do and I think he will also be in this category next year. Um, Loveless, I think the writing in Loveless was really well done. I think it's difficult to write college age characters and make them sound real and the characters felt real and the situations felt real and it was still this really impactful moving book and it was important, and I thought it was great. He um, said, "Finding me, what's finding me? Oh, Viola Davis. I feel like her book was really well written. Her story was told really well. Um, it was like a full circle sort of situation. And then the counselors. This is a book that looks like it's marketed as like YA thriller, and I don't know why because it wasn't thrilling. Um, it was very much like a slice of life story about camp counselors in the, in the summertime." But also there's like a death. That's pretty much what it is. But for some reason, and I think it has to be the writing, I just was like very enthralled and it just kept me wanting to read it even though there was like no – like it's definitely a book I normally would DNF. But it just kept me in and I was invested and I wanted to keep reading because the writing was good. Um, Number 15 is the book you pushed the most people to read this year. Definitely The Maid. I feel like I just like constantly talk about The Maid. Number 16 is favorite book cover of 2022. Reckless Girls. The Pretty Flowers, I think, are very good. And honestly, I was just looking at this because I just read The Villa by Rachel Hawkins. And her books all are the same style. Or at least her adult books are all the same style. And they have this, like, repeating pattern, basically. And I think that's, like, a fun, fresh... Maybe not fresh. It's probably not fresh. But it's, like, a fun little thing to do. Um, With You All The Way, this was... um, they went to Hawaii in this book, and um, it's like very much like tropical. There's like flowers and leaves and things in the cover, and I really enjoyed that. It actually is the reason it was like very, like stood out at the Barnes and Noble. I went and got it last year for the hardcover book sale, and that's why I bought it, and I enjoyed the book as well. And then I also said every summer after because it's just like, you know, a beach book and it's very much my kind of book, and so it draws, it's like eye-catching for me it like draws me in number 17 is favorite book to movie adaptation I didn't watch anything I don't think I don't think I read anything that's an adaptation but I did read Game of Thrones and like I said the first book is definitely like word for word the same as the TV show the first season so I mean that's definitely an adaptation that I read number 18 is book that made you cry the most um the maid made me cry like a little bit and then Winnie the Pooh like it just made me emotional, and having a child makes you emotional and things like that. Um, book that made you laugh the most? Winnie the Pooh, hands down. Like, hands down. It was hilarious. Like, there were so many parts that were so fucking funny, and, like, you just have to read it. I can't explain why it's so funny. It's just so funny. The characters are so dry. Um, I also said One Day You'll Thank Me by Cameron Eubanks. Uh, is that her name? Cameron Eubanks? The girl from Southern Charm. Her book was really funny too. She was talking basically about motherhood and getting pregnant and having a baby, and just like kind of how it's bullshit and it's not great and it fucking sucks. And um, I think that she just had like a funny attitude about it, and I really enjoyed that book. And then I also said crib sheet for the same reason. She has a couple anecdotes in the book where she just talks about things that are really relatable as a mom, and I found it funny. And I guess anxious people also would probably fit on here because I think there's like a lot of funny little quips in that book as well. Jameson, lay down. Go find somewhere to lay. We have 17 beds in this house. Go lay down. Um, and then number 20 is a new favorite author that you discovered this year. Um, I said not new since I've tried his books before. Oh, this definitely solidified Frederick Blackman as a favorite author of mine since I've read other works of his and then I really enjoyed this one. I gave it five stars and whatever. So I feel like definitely um, it made me enjoy him. I really love Kate Williams now, but I tried to read her other, she has this other book series that's about, like, babysitter witches or something, and I didn't enjoy it. The writing was kind of weird, so I DNF'd it, but I do think if Kate Williams writes something in the future, I would definitely pick it up. Um, I'm obsessed with Emily Oster now. She's not necessarily an author, but I'm just, like, always, like, interested in what she's doing. Um, she's written other books. I think she has a new book that she wrote recently, but I don't know that it necessarily makes sense for me to like read it at this point because I have an almost one year old. Um, and then I'm definitely interested in whatever else that Nita Prose writes in the future and Carly Fortune as well, but I know for sure she's writing Meet Me at the Lake, which is coming out, um, this year so I will definitely read that when that comes out or attempt to number 21 is guilty pleasure book um I saw somebody say today that they call them popcorn books because they don't um have any like nutrients but you can still it's like a snack like a light snack or something um and I saw other people saying oh this is what I call like fluffy reads or oh this is what I call um you know, beach reads or, oh, that's what I call whatever. I feel like I call them like candy books. And I almost feel like it's because of this series. Like I read Ellie Candy and Sweet Little Lies and I feel like those are very much like Just like candy, just like trashy, like whatever. You're just like reading it just to read something. Like you're not getting anything out of it. You're not like stimulating your brain, but you're just reading and you're vibing and you're living. And I think that that is fun and that has a purpose too. Sometimes you need to break up things, which honestly I think I'm there and I need to read the last book in that series. So maybe that's what I'll read next because uh, I need a new ebook and I don't know what else to read. Number twenty two is favorite book that I reread. I guess I didn't reread any books this year or that many. So I said the Shell Silverstein books because those are a great time. And every single one that I read, I was like, Oh my god, I remember this. Oh my god, I remember this. And I really enjoyed like reading out to Thomas. And then number twenty three is best nonfiction that I read. Crib Sheet for sure. That was in my top ten of the year. And I felt like it was a really really, really well done book and really um, like helpful book. And I also think that might be tied with the maid for the book that I've pushed on most people, because if you're having a baby, it's a very good book to read. And then the last book is, are you happy with your reading year? And I said, it was the best I could do. And I have a lot of exclamation points. I don't remember writing that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it's, you know, for what it was, I think I did a good job. Um, Towards the end of my pregnancy, I was not sleeping and miserable and just like pretty much like watching YouTube videos in my bed and just like sleeping. So I think that the beginning of the year, I didn't do shit. And then at that, like I had Thomas and I wasn't sleeping and, um, you know, we were just trying to figure out how to deal with a tiny person. And then following that, uh, I was trying to deal with a tiny person on a little bit more sleep but you know it just it it doesn't really get easier it kind of I mean it kind of does because like we're now getting to a point where I could like be doing something next to him and not have to be playing with him per se um he really really doesn't need anyone to play with him he just enjoys you to be in his space with him he likes parallel play so um you know we're getting to a point where I'll be able to like sit down and read a book physically probably sitting next to him. And that will be a really great time in my life. I keep trying and then something ends up happening. And so I'm just like carrying this book around room to room with me um, and him and not actually reading it. Which is what I do with the book that's in my purse at all times. Like I just constantly carry books around, just carry them around. But one day I'll benefit from carrying it around with me and I'll get to read it. But I think, you know, given all of that, I think I did fine. I don't think it was drastically different from the year before when I, you know, I guess was pregnant, but that was really it. So like, I don't think it was drastically different from the year before. So I think it was fine. It was was fine. (laughs) So those are my thoughts on the books that I read this year. Um, I just answer the questions based on the survey, but I guess if there's anything else that you want to know about my reading year, you could ask. Um, I don't ever talk about this because I don't ever get anything, but you can email me at said at gmail.com or, you know, for frenzies, you can just, like, whatever. Um, But, yeah, I mean, I guess that's kind of it. I don't know. I didn't have... I guess anything really super exciting to say because I just talked about the same books over and over again. Now I'm thinking about Cover Story and I'm thinking about The Appeal by, I think her name was like Janice something. And I just, I want more books like that because those are books that are told in like emails. And that's what I want. I want books like that. They're thriller books told in emails. Give me that. That's what I want. Find me those books. Those are the books I want to read this year. Okay? Until next time, friends. Ciao!